uh, like I watched the video of them like marching from beginning to end, and it was so it looked so pathetic. Like, yeah. It looked it was at the same time bigger than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. But and then it was like oh, but there was like a big chunk of blood Yeah, I can see that. I sliced both my finger, two fingertips open. Marie Kondoing to that, so I'm literally gluing them up. I saw this, this will be good for the podcast. This will be good for the podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> Welcome to the Fits for a Second Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Jim. And we are here to bring you everything that we find interesting this week. Yep. Um, so, what uh, what's going on this week that uh, we should start off with? Well, I guess we'll start off with some of the news items and things things that are trending, things that are interesting. Well, Stay like, up to date with well, the like, world, right? It's in, seeing as we're coming at it from the world of comedy, uh, like... Like, everybody's kind of a buzz about the new Dave Chappelle special. Yep. And what is it called? It's called... It's called, uh, um, Sticks and Stones. Sticks and Stones. Stones. Uh, also a really good New Found Glory album. It's a really good New Found Glory album, yeah. Like, uh, that's the one with, uh, the My Friends Over You. Yep. Understatement. Yep. It's really good. And, um, there was a time in my life when I knew how to play every single one of those songs on the guitar. Oh, really? Well, when you grow up with this face, if you're going to get laid, you have to learn a lot of newfound glory songs uh, and Dave Matthews Band songs. I know way too many Dave Matthews Band songs. Yeah, that's for that's for strategic purposes, though. There are some people who learn them because they like them. No, I'm not saying it worked. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. But a 19-year-old Jared would sit there and meticulously learn pop punk songs that he thought girls liked. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, did girls like them? Or they like the songs. They like the songs, yeah. That's yeah. Like, they didn't, they didn't achieve the purpose. They didn't, like, they didn't like me. Yeah. Well, but now you have this bank of pop punk songs that you can just, that I can just to tap and, into and whenever you can, I you, you can amuse now, like late 30s guys. So, as an example, last night we were doing, um, we doing warm ups and someone started singing during Hot Spot. Mm-hmm. Someone started singing um, Addicted by. That must have been Carl. No, it was Connor. Oh, okay. I think was singing um, by Simple Plan. Simple Plan, yeah. And I started playing the guitar because mm. I remember it. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a dick. I'm addicted to you." Yeah. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh, Six Stones. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Took a long absence, so he now he's doing his Weezer thing, right? So oh. like Weezer. I feel like I'm going to give him a little more credit than we. Well, hear me out. So Weezer puts out Pinkerton in like '96, uh, yeah. and then they don't put out another album for like five years. I think 2001. Yeah, 2001. I think. That what's, long hiatus. What hmm? seemed like a long hiatus. It, well, like yeah, it seemed like it seemed like forever at the time because I was bi- I was a big Weezer fan in high school. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Of course. <laughs> um, I mean, you had a, a like rock gods that wore glasses. It was like, yeah, those are my people. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then it, it felt like. Yeah, five years feels like such a long time when you're, you know, 16 years old. Um, but but then they came out with the the Green album, uh, and I think <laughs> I think you and I split on a lot of a lot of the post 
every other album is really good. I found that with ever, since since Pinkerton, every other album is really good. Uh-huh. Um, and I can I will get back to Dave Chappelle in a second, but I'm now I really really care about what I'm about to say. Uh-huh. Um, so every uh, if you listen, so it's, Weezer comes out with an album usually every year or every other year. Yeah, they're, pro- ev- they, they, they're pretty prolific nowadays. And every other one is really good. I'm going to go through them now. All right. And it's going to give them the grade, great or sucked. Now remember, Weezer and Pinkerton. There's nothing so in between. Let's the Blue Album and Pinkerton are both great. Those are inarguable. Yes. So I'm talking about post Pinkerton. Post Pinkerton. So starting with the Green so Album. So Green Album sucks. Yeah. Maladroit rules. Mm. Make Believe sucks. Mm. Red Album sucks. Ratitude sucks. Hurley sucks. Everything will be all right. All right in the end rules. Okay. You know what? Everything I said was a lie. So, so it's not really every other album. No. It's just kind of like there's just a most lot of, of them a lot. It, it, well, it's just they have a lot of output, and but like it, it, you know, the per- percentage wise, it may not be uh, that they may not have uh, much there. But like you're saying, amid all that, like if they if they put out albums at the rate that other bands do, and take it back, they believe doesn't suck because that has. I mean, Beverly Hills is a stupid song. But that has. I never, perfect, I never reminded Beverly Hills of all that. But um, but it has perfect situation. I do like perfect spectacular. Situation. So. I, I do like perfect. So situation, I take it back. But it does have. We are all on drugs. That that does suck. I like, I like you're my best friend and I love you. The uh, what's the what's the last song on that one? Oh, um, make believe. It is. I remember liking it. Let's see. Haunt you every day. I do like that song. Yeah, uh, that freak me out is pretty good too. Uh, you really freak me out. You know what? I don't mind. You know, I think make believe. I really. I, po- I apologize to Rivers Cuomo. Yeah, for my my hot I, Weezer take from 2014. Make believe. I think was when I I realized that I was kind of in uh, that, that. 2005, may have been, not I, 2014, Jared. Well, yeah, Whoops. 2005. Yeah, but like that was when I real I'm, I realized I may have been in a, an abusive relationship with Weezer. Yeah. Um, because I kept waiting for a good album to come out. And that one came out and it didn't suck. And, and yeah. I was like, yay, oh, it finally happened! Yay! <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> and then, like, a year later, I'm like, he finally really? got a job! And then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna play it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the point I was trying to make is yeah. so Dave Chappelle takes, long, takes a long break, goes to South Africa, he works on his mental health and stuff. Yeah. And then he comes back, has two just lights out specials. Mm-hmm. Um, objectively, really good stuff. Yeah. Um, one is just like super funny and the other one is super personal and really lays bare his own personal kind of demons yeah. it's still super funny yeah um, so let's talk about Sticks and Stones so I haven't seen Sticks and Stones yet full disclosure yeah, but Jim I, has well I watched it as soon as it came out yeah yeah um, and I was like, really busy watching um, I watched the entirety of Russian Doll oh really I I love, Russian Doll is great James Tabor just walks in the room hello hey have you watched the new uh, Dave Chappelle sh- special on Netflix. I am saving it until uh, everyone calms down about it. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wise. I've been toning everything. I mean, I've seen like a few people saying like he's sticking up for rich people and celebrities, but I'm just I haven't listened to it, so I don't have an opinion. Cool. Yeah. Well, so like, it's all Jim now. No, it's all me. I'm I'm the expert in the room because I'm the only one that's watching. But um, so like the the uproar or like you know what's what everyone's all a Twitter about yeah. uh, and on Twitter is uh, there's uh, he has some bits in the middle where he one um, states that he doesn't believe the Michael Jackson accusers and uh, the and number two kind of 
he like he mines the same uh, like transgender transgender jokes that a lot of like a lot of comedians of his age have done, which is the kind of like oh, I don't get like what is it? Oh, they just want to identify as what they want. Like like he does. Like if I want to identify as Chinese, could I identify as Chinese? Like and Ricky Gervais has done that joke. You know, like other I don't know like. Other other comedians of that of their era have done that same joke, mm-hmm. um, and so the reactions have been, have ranged from like you know that's transphobic, that's like really like how can you know you know that's that's really a misunderstanding of like of, of what it means, and to like oh that's just a hack joke, and I'm kind of of the school that it's just a hack joke, like, <laughs> um, but I I, I... yes. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's also, like, a... Like, each generation is a little more... Everything gets a little mushier when it comes to, like, your understanding of things. Yeah. That's you know, why they call the grandfather clause. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. yeah I, I'll, grandf- I'll grandfather Dave Chappelle. He's ignorant, but he's 70 years old, and we've uh, just been well, looking at Well, he's actually not that old. He's only about 50 years old, I think. But he's still 50. Yeah, and it's but a big he's still, like... like yeah. That's still a different generation. Yeah, it is. So he's didn't... So his... I'm sure he does understand. And I'm sure it is just a hack joke. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of thing where you're willing to say, all right, so you're making the joke, but you don't mean it in a malicious way, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's couched in... It's couched in a special that's hysterically funny. Uh, that is not, like... I mean, he is... Like... It's not like he's a Nick DiPaolo who has built his career on, like, on being that reactionary guy. Nick DiPaolo was... <laughs> is, like, a funnier Trump. And I don't mean it, I don't mean it like... I don't, I'm not even talking about politics. I'm just saying in terms of, like, Trump's delivery, much. right? Like, he's got the same delivery as Trump. Kind of, Trump, yeah. But without, like, the, like, lost, muddled words. Like, Nick DiPaolo rehearses yeah. his things. And, like... Well, I know yeah. he's probably if Trump. If Trump could read a script and rehearse, like, he'd be Nick he's like Powell. a sober Artie Lang. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's that kind of thing. It's like when Trump goes onto the uh, the rally stage and tells that joke about the windmills and like. Can't it's watch Trump in two thousand four. Trump yeah. in two thousand four was objectively funny in his delivery because he still had wit. He does. I don't think he has the same kind of fastball. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it from like a political standpoint. I don't I'm know. Like, no, 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 no. Like, no, I'm not. I am. I'm not. I'm saying this I, as I, a wrestling fan. Okay? Oh, okay. Because uh, right. the, the president. So that, but he's a showman. Back he's then. a showman. Yeah. Hi, I'm Donald Trump. You need to have these Trump stakes. Yeah. Now it's just the people yeah. like him, whatever he says, and he knows it. Yeah, it's well, a yeah. different thing. He's like he, he's not trying to earn it. Yeah. In the same way, like when right. he was when he, his work that got him in the WWE Hall of Fame is spectacular. <laughs> He got some incredible promos. He had you the hair mask. Brought it back to wrestling I'm again. Going like, to what bring is it like? back to wrestling? Because my wife confirmed yesterday, no Thursday, when she was drunk, that we are going to WrestleMania this year in Tampa. You are wow. So that's two in a row, baby. All right. And then I'll die. How yeah. much are those tickets? You can die happy. Is that comparable to the Super Bowl? I know it's at Super Bowl of Wrestling. It's the Super Bowl of Wrestling. It's not Super Bowl level pricing. It's pricing. Pricing, okay. It's Tampa. Fun. Yeah, beautiful Tampa. Beautiful place. Um, I'm going to ride some roller coasters, see some beefcakes. It's going to be a week. <laughs> okay. 
That sounds, that sounds fun. That's, that's my announcement. Some people have pregnancy announcements. You have WrestleMania. I have WrestleMania announcements. Because yeah. I'm on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so but when he was the, his showmanship in that was spectacular. Like he was great for something like pro wrestling. It's not as good at like president stuff. Uh, yeah, to say the least. But he, the, guy, the dude was made to play a president on WWE, pretty much. Like, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You know, like. So Nick DiPaolo kind of does the same thing. Sorry, I went off on yeah. a tangent. No, like, you're absolutely, like, and that's why they share an audience pretty much. Like, like, I'm not saying I'm a Trump guy. I'm just saying, like, you know, like, 15, 20 years ago, the guy had a lot, like, was much better at the showmanship aspect of what he did. Because he had a lot of producer. He had Jerry Bruckheimer. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. He had guys. He had NBC saying, okay, let's push this guy. But now yeah, all the, all the creative people are gone, and now you see the uh, the people that are trying to take... I'm not going to go down. The creative people are gone. No one wants to make money with him. Yeah. People are just trying to get power with him. So yeah. it's the simplest, uncut. Steve roster. Bannon's gone. Movie producer Steve Bannon's yeah. gone. <laughs> Seinfeld producer. Seinfeld owner. He, oh, he owner, owns sorry. the. Owner. Uh, owner. He owns the um, uh, the rights to the uh, the syndication. Wait, Wait, just, is Steve, Bannon, just... Steve Bannon makes money off the uh, syndication rights to Seinfeld. Ha- Steve Bannon is a producer on one of my favorite movies. Uh, actually, he produced. The Julie Taymor's Titus Andronicus starring uh, Anthony Hopkins really? and Jessica Lange. Uh, oh, uh, Steve Mnuchin produced Steve Suicide Mnuchin Squad. And, and, and the Suicide Squad. And the Lightning movie. <laughs> and Mad Max, Jerry uh, Road. This, I, I'm a... I'm and a, Lights uh, Out and, uh, and Collateral Beauty. <laughs> so Mnuchin, he was rich and so he got into movies, but what's Steve Bannon? Because I thought he started in movies, right? Yeah, he started in movies like... I don't know if he... Yeah, he had a production company, but the, it was a very specialized production company. I don't know if they did like... If they just did right wing stuff or like, yeah. Like well, so he got together like, with Breitbart. Yeah, because and because Breitbart's had done like a movie or something, I believe, and Bannon had been like, yeah, hmm, I'm yeah. changing my life to this. Yeah, it was like a, it was basically like a like a bio, not a biopic, but like a documentary on like Reagan and his greatness. Hmm. And they got <laughs> together and they were just like, they basically like cosplayed Reagan for like twenty years. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Dave Chappelle. Where do we? Where did we? Where do we get to Trump from there? Oh, through Nick DiPaolo. Yeah. yeah. No, like Dave Chappelle's not. He's not like a reactionary guy. Like, like his the the whole of his special is not like, you know, he he's not going for like, you know, the old boomer who like doesn't get what these kids are on up to. Like, it'd be fun if he was that. <laughs> if he turned into that. Like, well, what um, on their phones? <laughs> Uh, but like he, uh, it's just like that. That part, like that part of all, all, all of his recent specials have that one section in the middle that's like that that just make you go. Mm. But like I, I'd imagine, like every every comic kind of has that, unless you're like Jim Gaffigan and you're like totally wholesome. But like Brian Regan, Brian Regan, yeah. Uh, but like I, but I imagine like. Different people cringe at different parts of, like, of his comedy. Well, sure, yeah. But like, what 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 bugged me about it is that like, it what it, it wasn't that it, you know it wasn't his approach to like it wasn't that it was so offensive. It was that like, there's I don't know. We kind of heard that joke. Like, we kind of heard that like the the joke about like people throwing up their hands. Like, oh, I don't know what these kids want to be called, what they want to identify as anymore. But doesn't every like, generation have that joke? Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, our yeah, generation—they all end up being wrong. Like, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what our generation is outlo- outraged about. 
because mm-hmm. if I judge from social media, our generation is outraged that the current generation aren't being beaten enough. It appears. <laughs> is that our generation or our, our generation? The millennials? Yeah, where it's just like, oh, why not? maybe it's just like the people. I, would think I follow a very interesting group of people on social media. <laughs> that are talking about child beating? Yeah. Well, like rearing their kids? It's like, I was hit and I turned out fine. Well, yeah, like, not really. Not really. Yeah, like. Not really. I was hit once. Once? I bit my brother. You bit him? I bit him. Oh. Mm. Where? Like? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> was it in self-defense? Because like it seems like if you bite somebody on the leg, that's pro- they're probably. Well, it was a spanking you, but... too. It wasn't like a beating. All right. Yeah. Well, so yeah, he was spanking you, and you bit him, right? Or you bit him, and then got and spanked. I bit him, and then got spanked. Okay. For yeah. For <laughs> for, the, for the biting. Well, like yeah. Well, like uh, that's that's another thing, though. Well, that's what they, it tends to be a thing that the previous generations bring up. Like... There was no paddle. I just want to make clear. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, My mom does have very sharp fingernails, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have scars. Well, you know, Bill, Bill Cosby did a whole bit about how he and his wife used to beat their kids, and uh, you know, as an otherwise wholesome person, uh, oh yeah, uh, that <laughs> it was a surprise to see that. It could just be, you know, <laughs> the comedians now, like you guys are mentioning, Louis or Nick DiPaolo or Dave Chappelle. You know, comedians have so much power now. They're getting twenty million dollars a special. It's them. The big ones are yeah. The big ones. If you think about it, it's like they could. They have everything to lose. Where if you look at other comedians that are just going along with the times, they don't really have. They're really speaking for the people. Whereas mm-hmm. if you get so big, you're really out of touch with society as it is. It's like it could be. I mean, I mean, Chappelle like kind of lives in a small town. He's not really like in the. He's in Ohio, right? Yeah, because like he lives. Yeah, and he did. He did a piece about Dayton. Because uh, he lives not far from Dayton, um, like his bit, of, like his bit about gun control is hysterical. Is, is, is one of the one of the highlights of it about how, like, the the uh, oh god the like the opioid crisis so is so similar to the crack crisis back in the you know back in the eighties. Oh, yeah. Only it's white people now, <laughs> and he and he finds himself in the position uh, of like seeing like. <laughs> like white crackheads on his lawn, and being like, oh, something, "Somebody got to do something." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, even your retelling is funny. So I imagine I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying not to spoil it because he's really. I don't know. There's nothing funnier than when you explain a joke. I know, it's always funny when you, when it's, <laughs> and it's really funny when people tweet about a joke explaining it. Um, but it's like I feel like. I, I, I made a comparison. I, it reminded me um, when, uh, like, a couple seasons ago, a couple years ago, Last Comic Standing, I think it was the last season of that, when uh, Norm MacDonald was a judge, uh, and Norm MacDonald hated, he, like, very clearly hated being on this show. Like, it was, like, it was, like, they must have paid him a lot, but, like, <laughs> j- could not even pretend to enjoy being there. Like, um, That's why I love Norm MacDonald yeah, I love, I love so him much. too. Um, and he, uh, it was one of the, the, one of the contestants who, if I remember correctly, it wasn't a white guy. It was, I think it was a Persian comedian, Persian American who told a joke about, uh, NAACP and it was like, why is it, why do they still call it the National Association for Transmit of Colored People? Like, 
and like it was, it was just all about kind of like wondering why they still use, use the word color and colored in it and uh, Norm's cr- criticism of the guy was uh, now uh, they uh, the thing is that the NAACP they have a website and um, you can go and log on and you can read about the organization and uh, they have an explanation on there of why they call it the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People and uh, so you can read that and then the good thing is you don't have to do that joke anymore. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so like that's kind of how I felt about Chappelle's bit about like about LGBTQ people. Like yeah, it was like there are websites about this. Like y- you know if you if, if you can go read about it and not have to not have to be confused. That's what the cue <laughs> is at the end of it. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's for you. Yeah, it's for everyone's involved now. It's... Yeah, exactly. But it was the same thing, like, uh, like when, uh, like, in a, like when uh, gay marriage was the was taboo, and like Rick Santorum was like, "Well, what's next? A man on dog marriage?" It's like, no, no. That's just a weird. Just go, just go read no, but my dog it. can marry whoever she wants. Well, yeah, that's her choice. That's it's her. It's the dog's choice, but it's the dog's choice. Yeah. Yeah, you, there should be no forced man on dog marriage. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no civil rights don't apply to pets, though. Unfortunately, because we also like sterilize them. Yeah, it's it's true. Yeah, it's no, it's for their, it's for the best. <laughs> well, you have, so to, under, you you have to understand how you know how you know how many cats there would be in the world if we did. Oh no, no, I'm not. Cats. like. <laughs> Well, I'm fully aware that my dog should not be in full control of her reproductive system. Mm, yeah. Because <laughs> there would be like 75 Gracies running around and my house would be just a pile of rubble. Well, then exactly. she'd take care of them. Yeah, and she'd take mm-hmm. care of them. Because she's good. She's good like that. Gotta get a job. <laughs> she's like, have a newspaper route for all the dogs. <laughs> she's, got in- she's got an Instagram. We talked about this in the last episode. She's yeah. got a... <laughs> She's, she's, she's an influencer. Self-sufficient now. The, where's the, where's you know, the people dog? talk about the Mexicans coming and taking your jobs. It's the dogs. Dogs. The dogs too. are very resourceful. They're, they're taking to, the ones that people want. Those people yeah. want those influencers. I'm going to walk into work on Monday. There's the going to be a for fucking dog sitting at my desk. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then you can't even fucking argue with them because then they give you the puppy dog eyes. You're like, all right, well, enjoy my pension. <laughs> I guess I'll go sleep on the couch all day. <laughs> Actually, well, what do you do? I'll trade. Nice. I'll trade. Yeah. I'll trade. Yeah. So we get if we get that like, where where is Andrew Yang to run on that? Like, where's the uh, like, you know, he thinks the robots are going to steal our, our jobs. Well, Maybe that will be my single issue when I run for president. Maybe is d- dog job displacement. Mm. We need a we need a universal basic income to balance out the dog. Crisis. Well, they're going to work super hard. That's the problem because they're like so, so singularly focused. Yeah. Like if my dog's desire to steal pork roll could be <laughs> redirected, we're still upset about the pork roll. Like it's, it's, it's been four get, years. It's been four years. <laughs> <still> years. <laughs> so it's like the, ever since Gracie grabbed half the sandwich out of Jared's hand. <laughs> and have you had a pork roll since? Oh yeah, no, yeah. I haven't. No, we you were we had it at the theater. Like Amber made it first one. I was here. I was protesting. Oh, the pork roll. The pork roll because of the incident. Oh, because of Grayson. Yeah. yeah. All right. What, what, what do we have to do to make it up? What do we have to do to get you to eat Taylor Ham pork roll again? Uh, I. I don't know. 
I think in order to get me to pork roll again, I'd have to be in a safe space where no dogs are going to steal it from me. Okay. Um, a place uh-huh. where um, I know that it has been prepared in a clean area mm-hmm. okay. that is yes. not covered in cockroaches. And I guess that's it. My demands aren't that much. I think but I really, really should just go to the source, though, right? I mean, if I'm going to eat pork roll, I should just go to New Jersey. Well, yeah. So I mean, wait until I'm in New Jersey fresh. at some point. Yes. And get it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get it. It's the place to go. Because um, you know, processed meat is my game. Like, that's my favorite thing in the world, is anything. It's, it's great. I actually, they offered us uh, lunch at my first day of school. They, like, the, they, like, they bought us free lunch. Uh, and it was just sandwich. It was just cold cuts sandwiches. Um, and I willingly chose a bologna sandwich. I wow, I, that's bold. Yeah, underrated. I love, I love a bologna sandwich. I love bologna, especially you throw it in the frying pan for a little bit. Oh, yes. boom, crisp up those. And it, nothing. It's probably the preservatives and the goo. Well, yeah, but nothing browns like bologna. I know in a frying pan. And you could like it's like immediate too. You like, can smell it. You can smell it from another neighborhood. Oh like, yeah. It's like oh man. I'm like ah, I what is that? <laughs> that was better than bacon. Almost <laughs> grounds for divorce one night. Hmm? I, I, my wife came home. Uh-huh. I just been like standing in front of the stove, like, making slice after slice of fried bologna, <clears throat> and she was just like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like, well, the bologna was gonna go bad, so I had to fry it up, right? I'm like. First of all, bologna doesn't go bad, Jared. Yeah, no. Bologna does not go bad. That's the whole point of bologna. It's built so it doesn't... There's going to be Twinkies and bologna after the climate change thing happens. And Keith Richards. <laughs> and Keith Richards. Uh, and uh, and that, that'll be fine, honestly. <laughs> maybe um, Queen Elizabeth, too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. She's she's hanging on. Totally it down. So what was our second topic? I think we... So, like, I want to... Dave Chappelle... We're saying watch it. Watch, yeah, watch it. Definitely make up your own mind. Dude. Make your, you know, make your own judgment. But I would say it's totally worth it. Like, kind of just like his others. Like I thought, because I, I thought, like, I thought he had some problematic stuff in his other specials, uh, his other Netflix specials. But like balanced out with with some pretty cutting stuff. Um, and for my TV recommendation, the latest season of Orange Is the New Black rips your still beating heart out of your chest oh. every episode and reminds you. That prison is bad because nah. sometimes, like for it was, it was kind of a thing. Running joke with Orange is the New Black is that something terrible is happening, but everyone's having a great time, and these girls are fucking each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to go to woman jail. <laughs> but um, this one Dave, really. Meanwhile, Dave Chappelle is saying, "Oh, well, can I identify as a woman, and I want to do? <laughs> I want to go to woman jail." The um. One of the wings at the prison is converted into an ICE detention center. Oh, this really? Season. So you see some okay. some interesting fuck, fuckery. So, yeah. so one of one of my friends almost got run over in Central Falls. I don't know about you. Oh yeah, well, one of my protesting. Couple of my yeah. brother's friends. Yeah, uh, yeah. Probably, probably talking about the same person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't watch Orange Is New Black ever since I watched uh, what's that Oz. You know, that original HBO show? Oh, yeah. I know it well. I just can't... I can't go into it watching, like, a, a jail comedy. Well, it's no. not really a comedy. Like, it's like... There's some funny parts. It's kind of... I, I mean, it's, 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 it's a, a drama beat, isn't it? Like, it's a drama It's a beat. Oz is just, like, a plotting... That's just beating you down every episode. It's like prison saw. Where it's, like, just... 
torture porn. It's just so bad. I mean, yeah. it's fantastic. Oh, it's yeah, super. Well, it's like um, I feel like very much the same way about The Wire. Yeah, there's just it's so dark yeah. that it just it's like eating Thanksgiving for three days in a row. Where it's just like you've consumed so much like heft, like rich food. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, so I just watch another one. one. Yeah. And then you gotta be like, alright, you know I'm taking a break? I'm gonna bang through an episode of Jane the Virgin real quick. <laughs> My wife really loves that show. My, My wife too. She was starting to see it go. Uh, super funny. It's super creative. Yeah. Um, and that's TV talk with the big players. I've been watching uh, like uh, uh, what's the one on CW um, that just premiered? Uh, two sentence horror stories. I wouldn't know because I don't watch network TV. Well, James the Virgin's on CW. It's on Netflix, but it, but it ran originally on CW. That's <laughs> yeah, I do watch network TV. <laughs> I do watch Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. okay, okay, moving on. Back. <laughs> Backtracking back to wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of the thing we do. Every time. Yeah, every time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so I uh, actually, when you when we started talking about uh, Porkroll and Jersey, uh, it reminded me uh, that the the VMAs were last week, oh, and yes, I like a collection of artists that I have no idea who they are. I know as they too. get older and older. I know me too, but like I'm, and, and I feel like uh, I I feel simultaneously like an old man watching them, but also kind of. Not kind of not because I realized that they're like they're, the VMAs are a lot better now than they were when we were kids. Like I remember watching when I was like when I was young and being like, Ugh. like Dennis Miller was hosting, <laughs> and Dennis Miller. like the like who are the who are the like what musicians were on when we were there like Britney, we Christina, Britney, Christina. So, so there was the Brist- Britney, Christina, Madonna, Kiss, Kiss. yeah. Um, yeah. that, was, that was a lot, and I'm. It was like it took that point in my life, mm-hmm. right? So that was that was probably what, like 2003. Before that, I think it was like 2001 or 2000, maybe. Yeah. Either way, it was the it, it was the me against the music. Uh, so the, well, so it's probably 2000, 2001 ish. Yeah. So it would take a lot for me not to be like. Frothing at the mouth over three women kissing, mm-hmm. but I just remember being like, "That's awkward." Yeah, well, because you could tell they were just doing it for. It depends what for, year it was. I was somewhere between sixteen and nineteen. Mm. That's not good showmanship, right? Like, how much does it take to like? I'm not saying their job was to get a sixteen year old Jared going. What I'm saying is, it was weird. It wasn't like hot or cool. Yeah, it was kind of strange, but yeah. it worked because we're still talking. We're about still talking it. about it today. Well, yeah. We are, <laughs> but we're but we're objectively not hot or cool, right? Um, but I think like I James, James is still hot and cool. Though. Uh, yeah. eh. He blows ultimately hot and cool. Um, the but like I thought the show like the shows the past few years have been really good. I don't know like. Uh, I don't know if that sounds weird for a 37 year old to say but but I've enjoyed them um, even though even though I know next to nothing about the artists who are there like and that the the one the artists they have uh, for a lot of the artists they have 
uh, who win the Video Vanguard, which is essentially the Lifetime Achievement Award, are like my age or younger. <laughs> like Rihanna won it a couple years ago. She's only like 34. <laughs> uh, Missy Elliott won it this year. She at least has been around a while. Yeah. Um, Were these? Well, you- she had the girl, or the who is now a woman, the girl who danced. In, in um, which video was it? Um, uh, the, the girl was break dancing in, in it. Work it? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was working. Um, so she danced yeah. with Missy at the VMAs this yeah. year as like a 32 year old woman, which is really cool. Yeah, which was which was kind of incredible. Yeah. Um, although I wish that she had brought in the lady from Rhode Island who did the karaoke. Oh, that would have <laughs> been dope. That, that the one from West Warwick is like super cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going through the winners now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And well, I don't care about who won in lot. Like that no, and but I do care because it's like the ones I like won. So like I'm like artist of the year is Ariana Grande. And I'm like I'm 100 percent on Ariana Grande. Um, though Billie Eilish lost, which makes me a little sad because I'm a big. She won best new artist though. She did. Yeah. So she beat uh, Lizzo. Um, but Lizzo won another one. Well, Lizzo also won the hearts of like the NPR people too. So like she's yeah. got a whole different fan base. And she had, did you see that big ass? Did you see or, that like, wealthy? white people to run through well yeah like I like Lizzo is the new uh, I saw Get Out which is the new uh, <laughs> I voted for Obama which is the new like, you know. <laughs> which is the old Get Out yeah right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah she was push artist of the year Billy Eilish mm. but like Taylor won Cardi B who I love Cardi B mm-hmm. she's spectacular um I like her like very like Bootstrapsy kind of story. Yeah, you know. That's yeah, no, I like her story. Drugging like, men in a strip club. Actually, yeah. Well, I, men know, drug themselves. Actually, actually stripped her way to success. Like, and that's literally really, like legitimately sh- like act, like <laughs> worked a work worked at a strip club, made enough money to make her way up. Like <laughs> a real success story. Um, but that kind of brings me to where I'm at. I love the new Taylor Swift album. I haven't listened to the I think it's yet. fantastic. I, I like, I, I, I think it's, yeah, I like what I hear. I like it, really like, the not... details of the songs and whatever, but, like, the entire album is, there's, like, three things about this album. Number one, Taylor Swift wants everyone to know that she's drinking, mm-hmm. and she's drunk, mm-hmm. and she's partying, and yeah. she came to party. Mm-hmm. But, the like, the second thing she's is that she's, <laughs> she's vulnerable now. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm a badass, but I got some, I got some things to deal with uh-huh. and number three is she's not really sure who she is yeah. which but now that's that kind of that's kind of the last few albums is like yeah is l- l- trying a whole bunch experiment of yeah things. but I mean like the, but the message right. of the album so like the last couple albums I've been kind of like going yeah. now it's now she's like alright guys I'm 30 and I've been famous since I was a teenager and what the fuck am I but very like yeah. top famous she has never really I mean she hasn't really dipped Mm-hmm. No. It's always just gone up. She's she's white Beyonce in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying she's Beyonce. She's white Beyonce. Not white Beyonce. I'm saying she's like, Beyonce. So but both of them Beyonce. have a trajectory that just since they came on the scene has just been well, yeah, up, up and up. It's like the stock market, right? Exactly. It just keeps growing. Uh, but like the, the the what brought me to the VMAs was that it was uh, it was it took it, the it was filmed in Jersey this year. And they had all the Jersey hip hop artists on at the end, um, like performing together. Naughty by Nature and uh, Red Man, Wyclef Jean, and uh, Queen Latifah. 
Oh, that's fun. Who was awesome. Like, I like seeing her rap again was incredible. Like, like because she's kind of like she hasn't been the old Queen Latifah in a while. Like, yeah. Like, I think of I mostly think of Chicago. <laughs> oh, I mostly think of bringing down the house. Oh, bringing down, yeah. Last holiday. I hope you like Sham. Who? So I had a roommate in college. Um, I won't use his name because he might be in jail. <laughs> and well, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're safe until he gets out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I have this for some reason. So he had a friend that worked at a video store, and he would just give us movie posters, and we periodically go through them, and then we'd like play jokes on each other and like put them on each other. So, like we get like a really funny one, like mm. like B movie. <laughs> yeah. Like you put it on, like oh funny, like put it on the wall or whatever. Yeah. Um, so one time he puts a bring down the house poster over my bed, and he crosses out Steve Martin's name and writes Adolf Hitler, and he draws a Hitler mustache <laughs> and Steve Martin, <laughs> and then he writes like as a quote from like a move like a newspaper like review uh-huh. like this movie will give you wicked blue balls New York Times <laughs> so whenever that movie is like on TV like I'll like flipping through like TNT or whatever and it comes on I, I have to watch it because all I can think of is like it's starring it's Queen Latifah and Adolf Hitler it's gonna give you wicked, wicked blue balls <laughs> and I brought hey man what that might be your masterpiece. Like that's the best one. Like, I think yeah, we, we just got to keep that one from now on. So that just stayed in my my dorm room for a year. You got me straight tripping, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic movie. I don't know why. Like, it was a it must. It was a, it was a weird play. When did that come out? Like two thousand three. Yeah, that. Like, what? That's about it. A weird because they didn't feel comfortable having. Steve Martin and Queen Latifah end up together. Which, like, you would think would be the traje- trajectory of the movie. Like, why would it? Why would it, like... That, that it's, it's weird that, fuck? like... Yeah. Like, it's because it, the whole thing is about getting him back together with his wife. With yeah. uh, Gene Smart. Yeah, they wouldn't Who have. was not the former congressman from Ohio. That mean was Gene, Gene that Smart? Was Gene <laughs> that was mean Gene Schmidt. Mean Schmidt. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, she was an asshole. Yeah. Um, but no, it was like it felt weird. Like with that plot, it should have been a, like it should have been about the two of them. Like, like instead, like you have the weird third wheel Eugene Levy who turns out to be like obsessed with her. I wish I I gotta see this movie now. It sounds good. It sounds it's, fun. It's, it's not that good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not fun. It's, uh, I mean, it has its moments. All right, maybe I won't. Uh, have to see it's it. one of those like. Cheaper by the dozen, Steve Martin. Oh, kind of, that kind of movie. Um, hmm? The similarity between those two movies is just the fact that it's Steve Martin. Well, yeah, but it's it's Steve Martin in his like. I'm a dad. Big, uh, like his Renaissance. His, uh, like, before he went in, straight banjo. In that sort of, uh, in a sense, like Steve Martin in his mainstream comedy phase of the of the mid two thousands, where like. Uh, where it was like cheaper by the dozen, cheaper by the dozen two, bringing down the house, Pink Panther, Pink Panther two, like, and in the middle is just Chop Girl because maybe like he built up enough clout with with the mainstream companies that they let him make his own. Chop Girl was that the one with Sienna Miller, Claire Danes? Yeah. 
The Ed Miller's Factory Girl. Fact. That was. Uh, I forget where we put the girl. Yeah. <laughs> in a shop or in a factory? In the trunk. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That, uh, uh, that's excess baggage. There's Tank Girl. Tank Girl. Tank Girl. It's Lori Petty. Not Tank Girl. Not that's Tank a girl. different girl. That's a different one. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, who my uh, the guy who's supposed to be my father-in-law uh, tattooed Lori Petty. Interesting. Uh, he passed away, unfortunately, but the uh, but uh, great guy and tattooed a lot of good people, a lot of like movie stars and stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. What an interesting mm-hmm. claim to fame. Lori Petty is in Orange Is New Black. Yeah, I know. I'm glad that she is still working. Like she she reminds me of like Natasha Leone, like back to Russian Doll, like in that they like pe- people who should have been stars, but then kind of. Natasha Leone is having her renaissance, I think, a little bit. That's not, yeah, because her her thing was always she does gritty really, really well. Yeah, and having the freedom of a Netflix series where you can be a little more obscene, hey, you can be a little more, yeah, a little more like you know, dirty. Yeah, you know, it fits her better. Yeah, no, like I, I'm, I'm happy to see her back. All right, so I guess we're going to quit our Bitsen now, right? Yeah, that's about, we're at about the time where we quit our Bitsen. We're going to uh, talk about one thing that is uh, stuck in our craw. Yep, like what's been, what's been on our mind, like whether it's positive or negative. Uh, James, what have you been, what, what's been on your mind? What have you been Bitsen about? Uh, I've been reading a new book. It just came out called Trick Mirror. Hmm. I do not, Gia Toalini? I don't know the, Gia, I think that's her first name. Trick Mirror, it's no, a really good like, book. Did Angelina Jolie play her? In, uh, no, that's a different Gia. This is someone... Uh, she, she writes for The New Yorker, oh, okay. and uh, it's a really good book. The first... It's like an anthology, different essays thing. The first thing is all about like the eye and internet and how the internet has gone from all the, this fun thing about you know building your own MySpace to now like going into reality. Hmm. So it's very interesting. Give it a read. Yeah. That's what's been on my mind. All right. Uh, Jared, what's on your mind? Um, R.I.P. 45. R.I.P. 45. Um, I don't like it. Um, so for those who don't know, R.I.P. 45 is about, uh, it, like, it was a, was trending, was a hashtag trending on Twitter. And it's for, what's his name, what's the player? It was Tyler Skaggs, and he was yeah. a pitcher, um, Ooh, yeah. for the, um, Los Angeles, An- Angels of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really sad story, and the long, like, basically the guy died of an over opioid overdose, mm-hmm. and so it's become this really nasty, stupid joke on Twitter, yeah. as most things do. Um, and so there were people going saying, "Oh, R.I.P. forty-five. Well, I thought it was going to be all about Trump dying. Like that just it's horrible. Yeah. Like that. And then the memes with the oh, I thought it was going to be. I was so excited." Yeah. And then, then the right so, comes back with like, oh, look at the left, they're so shitty. It's like, no, it's really just ten assholes on Twitter that got retweeted. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and it's and really a bunch oversh- of people who think they're funny, pretty much. And it's, it's really like, overshadowing Hoo-hoo. the major issue of opioids. Yeah. And the thing with opioids is it affects professional athletes. Exactly. Um, if you look at like, the story of like Chris Herron and all his troubles, and um, it affects all sectors of society. And it's really sad that now this poor... I could say kid because he's like ten years younger than me. Yeah. Well, this poor kid's like 
his story needs to be told because that's an important like this is a successful professional athlete that died and maybe they should have chose a different hashtag probably but they shouldn't have to and it shouldn't be a joke well exactly so yeah like and it's uh, it's becoming that like it's become another thing that like all the sanctimonious people particularly on the right can come forward and be like look at how Look at all these people celebrating celebrating what they thought was the death of the president. Well, but even late. if Trump died tomorrow, it's yeah. it's not okay to celebrate someone's death. No, it's not. You can you vote the guy out of office. You like hope he doesn't get reelected if you don't like him. But like you don't wish death upon people because yeah, that's, that's good. when that's yeah. when we cease to become we we we, yeah. we we cease to be like have humanity. Right. We're just humans, you know. And not to get on my soapbox, but it just it seems like. Pump the brakes. Yeah. If you don't like the president, you can vote him out. If you do like the president, you can vote for him. That's your choice. But either way, we should all be on the same team. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm willing teams. to kick some people off my team. But um, but but no, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, what are you what are you bitsin about? I'm bitsin, uh, I'm bitsin that um, uh, it seems that uh, the <laughs> Uh, the head of Twitter has been hacked. Oh, I'm so sorry, week. Jack. Like Jack uh, Jack Dorsey had, got hacked by the same people who, like his, his his company tends to ignore a lot of the time, uh, and they posted their their racist shit on his account, and uh, they uh, and Twitter oddly did not suspend his account for any time. <laughs> oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That works. You think you'd be better off without Twitter? Yeah. In some ways, yeah, in some ways. I think the internet in general is it probably a net positive. I think Twitter is a net negative. I think we're I think we'd be better off if we had a Twitter that worked. Like if we had a Twitter that was run well. But the trouble is their business model like kind of necessitates that they allow whoever a lot of and and just a lot of awful people to use it for their purposes. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, if they you know, if Jack puts, lays down the law seriously and a bunch of white supremacists leave Twitter, that's a lot of money that they lose. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, if you were to hold Trump to the standards that he holds the average person and Trump left Twitter, how much money would Twitter lose? Probably, probably, probably a lot. No, so, it sucks. Like, Twitter is great, especially for journalists, I would say. Yeah. To get the story out. To get the story out very... Because it gets the story out very quickly. But... Uh, I often get my new. I often get news from Twitter, but it's because I'm following yeah, certain too. journalists that I know are like reputable. Yeah, me too. Like uh, uh, Randy Rainbow and uh, <laughs> Vermin Supreme. Vermin Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. I get, uh, most of my I get my news from the boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <But> the, <laughs> I still cherish the uh, the still image of him attacking Gary Johnson with a large toothbrush. <laughs> my one of my favorite days in college was when I was um, I was working on Kerry's campaign, mm-hmm. and whenever um, there was a presidential cam- candidate doing a speech in the city where I was um, living, I was I went there and like like tell them how it went. <laughs> I went to the Vermin Supreme speech, and it was spectacular. Uh-huh. It was just hilarious. It's, it's performance art. It's spectacular. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then some people vote for him as a protest, which is fine. I, yeah, it's fine. On the level that's bad, it's fine. Yeah. Um, what's it going to do? 
Anyway, that brings us to the end of this Bits Per Second podcast. Uh, you can check us out every Friday and Saturday night uh, at the Firehouse Theater in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, it is always BYOB, bitplayers.net for tickets. Uh, and we have to go do a show now that is almost sold out. It is right? sold out. It is it's sold, sold out. out. It's completely sold out. Yes. Oh, Pleasure! Pleasure! <laughs> All right. Hi, guys. You can no, you can, not yet. You not can yet. talk. You can say hi to the podcast. You can talk. You can bicker. You can bicker. You can bicker. Anyway, I'm Jim. And I'm Jared. Good night.